Hello and welcome back to Breathe, Walk, Create. I'm Ash and today I want to discuss a little bit more about a topic that I touched on in yesterday's episode, which is the legal and financial aspects of owning a creative business. So what I want to talk about today is how setting up these kind of more mundane Um, kind of intimidating aspects of your business can actually help to boost your creativity. So if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, then you know that I have started several different businesses before starting Ash and Sin. Uh, They were similar businesses, so coaching and coursing type businesses in the wellness space with a stronger focus on health and wellness specifically as I was trying to utilize my physical therapy background. But none of these businesses really ever got off the ground. And I think it it felt really confusing as to why they didn't work out and what was really holding me back. And the easiest thing for me to do was to blame uh, my creativity. So to say I wasn't actually that creative, I wasn't that good of a writer, um, I just didn't really have like what it took to be a content creator or to be a good coach or to come up with something that was worth teaching. So obviously that took some mindset work to try to, one, not always blame my skills as a creative and I think even just saying skills and mastery in terms of creativity is like a little wishy-washy because being creative and sharing your art in whatever form it may be is much more than just the the skills you bring to it but one thing I noticed that I have done differently this time around is I haven't shied away from looking at the financial aspects of my situation and the legal aspects of owning a business and really staring these issues like dead in the eyes. Previously, I've taken the approach with money of just kind of out of sight, out of mind. You know, I didn't love to check my bank account or I would just revert to working more as a physical therapist. So more hours, you know, I was often working six days a week just to have extra money so that then I could kind of just use it how I wanted to without really ever having to budget or think about where it was going. So when I started these different businesses, they were definitely done on the side of my full-time work as a physical therapist. And my idea was that once I was able to replace my full-time income, then I would leave my career as a physical therapist and become a full-time creative entrepreneur. But I continued to just get stuck in this cycle of not having enough time and energy to work on my business because my work as a physical therapist was draining me so much. But again, I didn't view it that way. I viewed it as I just wasn't meant to own my own business. I didn't have what it took. Um, Nobody was really interested in my work. And, you know, essentially I was just hiding. I wasn't even really sharing my work or giving anything the time it needed to really catch on. 
But that's pretty much how the cycle would go. I would start a business. I would give it a few months of kind of playing in the shadows and <laughs> hoping that someone would just shine a light on me and notice the work I was doing and really love it. And even, you know, when I would get a little bit of attention, I still was really afraid to to monetize my business and to create any real offers that would help me make money because I didn't feel like what I had to say or what I had learned was enough. I felt like I needed more certifications, more training. Um, I needed to just have it all figured out. And for anyone who has gone on any sort of self-improvement or personal growth journey, you know that that's just never done. There's no finish line. You just keep growing and learning and becoming a better and better and truer and truer version of yourself. And that's that's it. You, there's no like end point of like, now I'm done. But I didn't realize that at the time. And I really was hiding behind education. You know, that is what had gotten me to the point of where I was. And I felt that if I had got another PhD, if I got another master's degree, if I got another certification, then I would be ready to share and monetize. And then once I got the certifications and I realized that I still didn't feel any better necessarily or didn't feel any more confident in moving forward with my business, I then realized that there must be something else at play. But again, I wasn't thinking about it in in a very honest way. I was thinking that maybe I just wasn't in the right field or I wasn't doing uh, what I actually wanted to do. You know, maybe that the field that I had studied and gotten certified in again was wrong. I mean, I had no confidence either in my ability to really choose a niche or a path for myself because I had gotten myself so off course with physical therapy that I thought if I could invest, you know, my whole educational journey up until the age of 25, including getting a doctorate in physical therapy and something that I didn't really like, like how could I trust myself now to actually know what I want. So obviously there is a lot to unpack here and everybody's journey is going to be a little bit different. But what I want you to think about today is taking the steps you need to really look at your finances and your financial situation and your relationship with money and see how that may be holding yourself back from moving forward with your business. So one, you know, really taking ownership of your skills and the services that you have to offer and not being afraid to be seen. And two, also having a handle on the real cost of continuing the lifestyle that you want to live, you know, your basic finances and bills and things that you have to pay every month and knowing exactly where you're at and how much income you would need to be able to run your business full time as well as, you know, any assets or savings that you're willing to invest in your business temporarily as you give yourself time to grow and really crunching the numbers and understanding exactly where you're at and what you need to do. Because after you do this, you're going to feel much more confident and safe moving forward with your business. And whenever we can release some of that fear around money, then that is going to help our creativity flourish. Now, along that same vein comes the legal aspect of business. So I'm talking about whether or not you should make your business an LLC, things like getting a business credit card and a business bank account, making sure that your website is up to date and is compliant with GDPR. So that's the European privacy policies that are a little more 
um, specific than what we have in the U.S. But, you know, when you're working online, anyone in the world could potentially be accessing your site. So, you know, there's just a lot to consider in terms of making sure that your website is um, legally legitimate. So again, this was uh, another thing that really intimidated me. Um, you know, I'm kind of a, a little bit of a do-gooding gremlin, um, and I like to follow the rules and really make sure that I'm in compliance with any legal requirements. So I would hide behind, you know, my lack of knowledge and the fact that I wasn't a lawyer and it was hard to find resources for how to set up everything financially and legally with the business. And I would also let this kind of weigh really heavy on my mind. And all of that worry and stress was really impacting my ability to create. So with Ash and Sin, I spent a lot of extra time taking legal courses and making sure that I had all of the documentation correct on my website and really investing in the resources that I needed. You know, any of this stuff is a big investment, but I would say it's a completely worthwhile one. One, to protect yourself legally from um, you know, copyright infringement, anyone trying to steal your art or your work or any portion of your coaching programs. And um, so not only protecting yourself, but protecting yourself against any legal actions that may be taken against you in the future. And I know that that's a really scary thought. And that's another thought of, you know, someone possibly suing me for whatever reason. I mean, it, it can happen to anyone. And that's a really scary thought. But I think instead of worrying, okay, well, what if that happens? Like, should I just not do it in the first place? Rather just being prepared and knowing your scope within your business and again, having all of the legal things set in place so that if that ever were to happen, you have um, a lot of uh, structure that's going to protect you. So in the show notes of today's episode, I will share some of the resources, both about um finances and the legal aspects of running an online business that have helped me feel uh, more secure and set up in my business. Um, None of these are ads or affiliates at this point of uh, when I'm recording this episode. They're just resources that I have found helpful. So if you are also trying to set up a creative online business, I hope they help. I definitely do believe that having this part in place will help you to really move forward and spend more time on your creativity. And that's, that's what it's all about. I know this this stuff for us creatives is very tedious and can be overwhelming and just takes us away from the part of, of why we were pursuing this creative business in the first place. But just remember that there will be upkeep that you need to do moving forward but the setup is really the heft of it so once you have things set up and in place then you can kind of just let it let it be there and like I said give give it updates when needed but it's not like it's something that you're going to have to constantly be putting a lot of your time into okay that's all I have for you today thanks for being here I'll talk to you tomorrow bye